Finding the Assets. Hello, thank you for joining us. This is What Counts, a podcast created by Trailblazer Consulting. Here we highlight proven solutions developed through our experience working with companies across various industries. And we talk about how you can apply these solutions to your company. We share our experience solving information management challenges like creating and implementing a records retention schedule, creating an asset data hierarchy, or helping with email management. This is Lee, and in this episode, Warren and I will talk about finding your particular assets. Take us away, more. Hi, Lee. All right, so this is getting a little more concrete than we usually do, because talking about data is a little bit esoteric. Data, you can't see it. You can see reports, you can see lists, but you can't really see the data. But as we've been talking about asset data for the past few episodes, it's data about physical things. So it's not just about a transaction. It's not about a schedule. This is actually data that describes something real that you can put your hands on. So when do you make that connection between what the data says and where that thing actually is? So it's an interesting challenge because it seems like it should be easy. You can see these things. They are right in front of you. You can touch them. But turns out, not that easy. What we've seen in some organizations is, and it kind of goes back to that handoff problem that we've talked about before, things get built, things get bought, they get deployed. And depending on how good the data handoff is, you may or may not know exactly where it is. So we talked about one organization that we worked with where uh, it was an airport terminal, there were airport and there were two terminals and the one was much newer than the other. The asset data related to Terminal 1, they had a lot more detail about which floor was it on, what part of the airport was it in, which maybe even its room was it in. There was a lot of detail captured. Now, whether that detail was right or not, we'll talk about that in a second. But in Terminal 2, which was the newer terminal, they just had a lot of assets that were tagged to the terminal. So the airport terminal actually has about seven stories from underground levels where you are keeping water pipes or the electric conduits to, you know, sort of departures and arrivals and the baggage claim area and the airfield part. And you have all these different vertical and horizontal spaces. So if you just tag terminal two with 20,000 individual assets, when something goes wrong, how do you find it? How do you find the light that's out? How do you find the motor that needs its oil changed on a regular basis that you have to report to some regulatory authority? How do you find things if all you say is it's in this massive terminal that's seven stories high? Think about if it's an apartment building, how do you find the light that's out if you don't know what part of the apartment building it's in? So. So this is a challenge. As you are building it, you have your detailed design, you know where it is. The challenge is, are you naming things consistently? So suppose you have three projects going on. You've got a major upgrade happening in the third floor of the first terminal, and you have a whole new wing being added onto the second terminal, and it's got seven stories in it. A lot of construction projects start with zero, kind of you're naming within the project. 
room one through room 27. And you put the assets in the rooms that you need them because you've got to get the materials there to actually do the work that you need to do. But room one through 27 means nothing when you try and bring that back into your existing asset base. So back to that terminal one, that was terminal two that just had a bunch of things that said terminal two. Terminal one had a lot more detail, but turned out it was out of date. Things used to be there, but then built, walls moved, some minor construction had happened, things got replaced and they didn't get updated on where they were sitting now. So we looked across as we were doing this big project with them, we started looking around and saying, hmm, we, this doesn't make a lot of sense. We have 120,000 assets in our asset register for maintenance and engineering. We have about a thousand locations identified across the entire airport. And that includes all the outbuildings, includes the parking garages, the airfield, the two terminals with all their different levels. And 20,000 of those assets were just stuck on terminal two and the others were sort of distributed. So the engineering team, we developed a project with them. First, we identified all the locations across the airport and we had a standard for how we would identify locations and it was building and then level and then room. So we looked across the whole thing and we said, okay, two terminals, nine outbuildings. We gave each one of them their own identifier. For each level of each building, we identified levels zero through whatever, some of them went up to 10. And then for each room, we started you know, from north to south, naming the rooms and giving them a specific number. If a room changed, like we built the rules for if we, if you combine two rooms together, you kept this number. If you split the room apart, this is how you added a new number. So we, we thought about changes over time in this location hierarchy. Then we started actually going out and looking. We have a list here. We think from our, you know, our uh, maintenance management system, we think all these assets, these 500 things are in these rooms. And we send somebody out there to look at them. Are they there? No, turns out they were mostly not where we thought they were. Discovered some stuff we didn't know was there. On top of one of the buildings, there was an air handler that had been abandoned by a previous tenant. Nobody knew it was up there, just hanging out on the top of the building. The cladding on one side of one building, they had a work order to fix it. They took it off the wrong side. So there were there were a lot of things that were discovered along the way about where was everything and actually what was it? And they had a lot of data. They had drawings, they had lists that supposedly this is where things were, but they weren't. So it took over a year for the team to actually go and verify all of this. And we started with, I said, about a thousand locations, 120,000 items listed in the asset register. Turned out by the end of the year, 30,000 of that original 120,000 had turned out to either be no longer where they thought they were, completely out of service, or they were dummy assets that never existed. They were just put into the asset register to make some reporting work. So we took that 120,000 down from 90, but there was building going on. So it came back up to 100 during the course of this project, but we knew where those things were. And we went from a thousand locations identified across the whole airport campus 
to 10,000 locations. And so increased the granularity of how you identified where things were by tenfold, which was huge because things had happened like, hey, that air, that air handler that was up there was rusting and might fall off the roof. But also light switches had been built into walls over time. And so when they went, sometimes when they went into a room and they were trying to find it, they were like, it's on the drawing, it's right here. Oh, but now there's a wall in front of it. And so they were able to identify those issues and put in place sufficient safeguards that that wouldn't happen again. It was a massive undertaking, but with a huge payoff by the end of it. So that's how you take your data and you actually connect it to your physical assets. It's tedious, but it's important. Well, help me with this a little bit here, because a few episodes ago, we defined the asset. And here we're trying to find, we defined it before. Now we're trying to find the asset, right? And it seems like the, those should really go hand in hand a little bit closer together. Uh, well, there was a lot of back and forth on this project between which pieces were happening when the same engineers that were looking for things were part of the definition phase. But actually, the definition has to happen first, because not every single thing has to be tracked. Um, so that was that is a big part of it. The finding one, the actual go look for your stuff, that is an activity that at first glance, you're like, why do we even need to do that? We're operating every day. We're fixing things. We're keeping up. Like we're running this airport. Why do we have to go do this? We have drawings. We have data. We have stuff. Why do we have to do this? And took some things like some issues, but, but and I don't mean just big issues. Like they almost cut the a power cable here or they had a flood over there or that air handler thing, suppose it had fallen off the roof, but actually small issues like all the work orders for the routine maintenance just had an eight hour time window. So maintenance teams were picking up a work order in the morning and then nobody would see them all day because they were just searching for things. And sometimes they knew where they were and they found them right away because they'd all been working there 15 years or so. And then they would just go and have a coffee break. Actually, it was a tea break because it was in England. Um, so the the head of engineering was like, we have to make our whole operation better. So that was good stuff, Maura, and we appreciate it. I think we should do another episode that kind of summarizes everything that we talked about in this series, because there's a lot of stuff and there's a, there, there are a lot of episodes related to this. But we started out with siloed systems, right? And we talked a couple episodes later about the handoff issue internally, tracking your assets almost worldwide for that matter, and making sure you understand where some of that data comes from. And then, so how to follow it and then finding the particular assets and so forth. So I think we need a, a whole nother episode that kind of pulls this thing together. How do you feel about that? Okay, let's do it. Right. Um, I think also there's some, we, when we do the summary episode, we may identify one or two others because I mentioned a couple things, you mentioned a couple things, and there's probably some more tangents that we should, or some side discussions that feed into all of this. This is a huge thing, managing asset data. 
These are, they're big problems. They last for years. The thing about physical assets is the lifetime of them is decades. So the data is complicated and I think we should give it its due. Excellent. If you have any questions, please send us an email, info at trailblazer.us.com or look us up on the web at www.trailblazer.us.com. Thank you for listening and please tune in to our next episode. Also, if you like this episode, please be a champion and share it with people in your social media network. As always, we appreciate you, the listeners. Special thanks goes to Jason Blake, who created our music. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, everyone. Look forward to talking about asset data again soon. <laughs>